Good, Good morning, Chantel. Yes, yes, yes. Good morning to my cancer friends and my Sagittarius friend. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. What a mix. <laughs> that's yeah. right. I was listening to uh, uh, the Zodiac uh, preview that you was doing on this show earlier. Uh, uh, did you did you get some gems out of it, uh, Pepe? Did you learn anything? Uh, yeah, I did. That A lot of people are interested in, in their signs. And, <laughs> I, I, I hope that the information that you gave them, that the people got along, you know, it's all like, oh, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be with you. <laughs> exactly. I broke up some people and I put some people together, okay? I'm doing the best that I can That's do. right. That's right. <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> well, thank you both so much for uh, joining us this morning. Uh, you have an amazing book out called If You See Me, My Six-Decade Journey in Rock and Roll, Pepe. First and foremost, for people who are not familiar with all of the amazing things you've done in your uh, career, tell them a little about your history. Oh, okay. Well, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, and uh, uh, my uncle is the founding member of Little Anthony and the Imperials, and if a lot of people don't know who they are or were, uh, are, they did songs like Tears on My Pillow, Shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Bop, Hurt So Bad, Going Out of My Head, and uh, they were the recipients of the 2009 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So they're in the Hall of Fame. And I used to go um, to all of their shows in Brooklyn that Murray Decay did from 1010 Winds, New York, a, a radio station. And had a plethora of artists that were on those shows, from all of the Motown Review, uh, and also Patti LaBelle, Dionne Warwick, uh, the Righteous Brothers, the Everly Brothers, Wayne Newton, Four Tops, Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, I mean, everybody. And I used to run up and backstage and go to the store and get these people sandwiches and sodas and food, you know. Uh, uh, backstage and I learned the business uh, from um, most of these people and my uncle and little Anthony and all the Imperials and uh, uh, when they uh, got a gig at the world famous Copacabana uh, club in New York I met a young lady there who came to visit her aunt and that young lady name was Chantel Mandeville from Minnesota and uh, uh, come to find out, you know, we fell in love, got married, this whole thing. But she was Prince's first cousin. Wow. And if it wasn't for her, I would have never had the opportunity to mentor Prince and work with him and Andre and Morris Day. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, um, so that's a little bit of the history there matter of fact she's in town right now she lives in savannah georgia because her father uh wasn't uh is a little under the weather so i have to shout out and pray for eddie mandeville yeah for sure for sure thanks for that history amen 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so, if fast forward to uh, you, you're, you're here. You, you got here to Minneapolis. Uh, Bobby Z said something. He said the Minneapolis story would not have turned out the same without Pepe Willie. He's internally grateful that you hired him to play drums with the, with your band 94 East. Of course, Bobby Z of the Revolution. What what when he said that? What does that mean to you? And talk a little about a bit about your experience once you got to Minneapolis, and kind of give us a brief uh, understanding of how you ended up working with Prince and some of that that's in this book, if you see me. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, Bobby Z is a great friend, and, uh, you know, we love him and his family. Uh, yeah, uh, the revolution was formed at my home uh, on Upton Avenue South uh, in Minneapolis. They did uh, 12 hours a day rehearsal there. And as I said earlier, I had married uh, Chantel Mandeville, and that was Prince's first cousin. So uh, Prince was my cousin through marriage, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, when I started working with his band, Grand Central, uh, with Morris Day and Andre Simone and Linda Anderson in Hollywood, uh, uh, it was just amazing, you know, that the talent... Uh, that all of these uh, musicians had Mm -hmm. and uh, me coming from New York and being with all of these other major stars and then coming to Minnesota and and seeing these kids you know it was just amazing and I had to work with them I had to do what I had to do because a lot of them at the time they didn't know about recording they didn't know about how to get signed uh, with record labels. They didn't know anything about uh, songs being played on radio. They didn't know how to write songs that, uh, uh, to, uh, um, uh, for, that, for that time, you know, the mm-hmm. two minutes, two minutes, 30 seconds, three minute songs. They didn't have those formulas. They didn't know about publishing. They didn't know about anything about the business uh, of music. And this is what I taught uh, them. For sure. Tony, let's talk to you and, and talk about your collaboration uh, with Pepe on this book, If You See Me. How did this come about that you uh, initially began to work with Tony or with Pepe and, and this book came together? Well, this, this is about, this is like my whole life in the making. Um, I became a Prince fan. Of, I had a friend who uh, had been gifted Prince's first album, um, 1978. We were about eight years old. Nobody knew who Prince was yet. He'd only been around for, you know, a couple months, but I thought the, the cover of the record looked cool, so I, I traded him for it, and I've been a Prince fan ever since. So jump ahead um, to after Purple Rain, um, people started to write books about Prince, mm-hmm. and they started to talk about Pepe and, and Pepe's role in, in those early days of the Minneapolis Sound. So that's how I learned about Pepe. And I see him, um, you know, in documentaries and, you know, got his music, um, became a fan of Pepe. And then when I moved to Minneapolis, uh, uh, 97, I saw him at Paisley Park and I just shouted out his name. And he, he thought he knew me from somewhere. And he asked, where did I know you from? I said, you don't, but I know you. Mm-hmm. And make a long story short, we've been, we've been friends ever since. Mm-hmm. Um we started we talked about doing a book on Pepe's life right around then um, and we got around we, maybe 10 years later we actually started to put words to words down mm-hmm. um, but we, we just didn't have time to 
finish. And then uh, early early 2016, we just said, let's do it. And we started to do it. We came up with about five chapters. And um, then passed away. And we both said, okay, we can't. We just had to put it to the side. We said, we, it's too emotional. We can't, can't do this for a while. And eventually got back to it. Mm-hmm. And came up, came up with the book. And you know, started to uh, look for publisher. Most publishers, you know, expect <laughs> you to ask them to, you know, can I do, a, you know, can I get a deal and then write the book? We had the book already written. Mm. Yeah, the book was done. <laughs> nice. And so we did it. We did it the other way around. But right. yeah, that's that's in a nutshell. That's how it all came to be. Beautiful. It took us like ten years to do it, and uh, it was amazing. Uh, uh, like Tony, I said, I did a lot of interviews internationally uh, around the world, and I used to tape them. Mm-hmm. So I used to give Tony all the tapes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so he could write it out. Right. And he did, you know, excellent job with the demographics and all that, and what was going on during those years that uh, 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 that you know I was, right. you know, coming up. And it sure. was unbelievable, unbelievable. And uh, I'm blessed to have have met Tony, and uh, it was funny how we met. Like he said, he said that, uh, uh, yeah, he, he said, hey, Pepe, and I turned around, and I said, hey, do I know you? I thought I played golf with him because I'm an avid golfer. And I thought, I want to play golf with you. He goes like, no. <laughs> right. You don't even know me. Yeah, right. You know. <laughs> but it, it, it was a, a true blessing and a great mercy. You know, it was unbelievable. Indeed. You know, so. All right. Well, we got, we're, run, we're, we're definitely running out of time. We'd love to, to talk about this some more. But if you see me, my six decade journey in rock and roll, uh, Pepe, the book is out now. Where can people find the book? Well, you can find it at all your local bookstores. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Minnesota History Center, who's our publisher, you can get it there also. And uh, actually, we're doing really well. We sold out the first week, and uh, they restocked, and so it's everywhere right now. All right. Well, thank you so much, Pepe. Thank you, Tony Keeney, for uh, taking the time out to talk to us about this uh, book. Uh, I think, I believe I have a copy. Freddie Bell owes me a copy of it, and I will get the copy. <laughs> you see, he tries to take well, my copy. Well, if he don't, I can drop you off one. That's for sure. Okay, yeah, because I'd rather get it right from you, Pepe, because I can trust you. You see, That's right. And Freddie will take my books and, and put them in his room. <laughs> I got about three books in that room right now in his office that belong to me, Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, thank you both oh, so boy. much. We appreciate that. Again, if you see me, my six-decade journey in rock and roll, Pepe, Willie, and Tony Keeney, uh, again, we appreciate it, and good luck with the book. Thank right. you so much. Thank you so much. Be well. Listening to KMOJ, baby, is rocking. Now Pepe wants to be on the morning show. See, that's what he's trying to do right now. That's right. That's right. Have a good day. It's eight twenty-two. Up next, Trey Songs is on the way. Plus, Larry.